welcome to the Breaking Wax Podcast. All right, welcome back to season three, episode one of the Breaking Wax Podcast. I'm Don, your uh, forever host here, and then um, we have Brandon Bro Namath. He's back again. So you've actually started every season so far. So congratulations on that. You don't actually win anything, but um, I do appreciate it. Had a, had no idea, but thank you. And then also we have Heath. So it's uh, River City Sports Cards. I hope that has nothing to do with the Tennessee Vols because that's gross. If so, but you tell me. I mean, yeah, it's a big vol. I mean, that's that's my mess. That's like my main uh, my main love for sports. I mean, I love NFL, all that stuff, but like, like Tennessee Vols is pretty much. That's just where like all my family's from and stuff. So that's pretty much the main pillar of sports, unfortunately. Don just came right. swinging. Well, you know, I just it came off the top of the dome. I was just like River City Sports. I'm a huge Gator fan, so we have a. Uh, a lot to potentially talk about. Or I guess not a lot to talk about because I don't know the last time you guys actually won anything, have you? No, nah, it's been a while, but <laughs> I, that's tough. actually we that's can make tough. we can make a friendly wager right here on live so it's recorded that Tennessee will for sure beat Florida this year. I know we always say that, but this year beat them in beat them in what baseball, football, nope, basketball, baseball, women's basketball, swimming. No way. Clean sweep. Uh, I mean, I'll be I'll be football. I don't even know where the game's at this year. I don't know if it's in Knoxville. Uh, or it's in I don't know either. It might be at Knoxville. Hmm. I don't know. I have to check. Yeah. I have to look it up. But so, so all right, then what, what are we wagering? Go ahead, throw it out there. We'll figure something out. We can do either like a slap oh, something like that. We can make it fun. No, I'm saying we can figure out. We, I don't like have like cards like right next to me. The only thing I brought card wise is Deshaun in case we start talking about him. I got you. Yeah, no worries. The, so, the best quick, bet in football. I hope he doesn't get suspended. You know, oh, four, he's four games. Suspended. Four games. Yeah, six yeah. games. He's getting suspended for sure. Um, I don't think it's warranted personally, but he's definitely getting suspended. Um, yeah, but before, Goodell will get bullied into suspending him. So yeah, but you, what Goodell the best thing could the bully? The best thing that could have happened to him was Jerry Judy getting arrested today. And it takes a little bit of a light off of him. Honestly, it does. If it's a domestic dispute case, um, it's definitely going to make Watson look a little bit better. And, and, and Goodell's been swinging heavy with anything domestic violence. Period. Yeah. And, and rightfully so. But uh, <clears throat> Except uh, for Ray so, Rice. Well, I mean, Ray Rice got his after the video came out. Before the video, he was good. As soon as that video came out, it was game over. <laughs> That, that, that was that was his lesson. After that, he was like, "All right, I'm just gonna absolutely brutalize people, regardless if they're yeah. guilty or not." Yeah, set an example for sure. But um, before we get started, I, I do have two quick like Joe Rogan type ads. So the show this week is sponsored by uh, because Brandon's on College Hunks. So College Hunks hauling junk and, and moving stress. <laughs> Free moving junk removal. You can trust the hunks. So the hunks do not just stand for good looking guys. It's for honest, uniformed, nice, knowledgeable service. Everything Brandon is to some people. <laughs> you, you, you did a fantastic job on that plug. I want to say thank you. It was real quick. So I, you know, you got to support who supports you. You know what I mean? And then, so I don't talk about it a lot, but I do have a brand myself, and it's called Flow Motion, and we're a Florida lifestyle brand. Brandon's actually wearing a hat. I'm wearing a hat. Um, if you go to flowmotion.com and you purchase anything and you just use the code Breaking Wax, you get 20% off. 
So that's our sponsors this week. Um, and I appreciate everyone that listens and that's been rolling with us for season three. So season three guy has the potential for some pretty big guests. You know, I'm not, uh, my show's not really about, uh, the best investment advice it does come out but i just like talking you know and having conversation with friends or good people so keith i appreciate you coming on this is your first time um yeah no, it's, uh, i enjoy stuff like this i could talk all the time so i guess uh man there hasn't really been too much recent hobby drama right <clears throat> not really i mean the the card trimming thing i don't really want to talk about just because that's that's been like the dirty secret forever like everybody knew those people were trimming i guess i think the potential for uh some huge accounts being involved is there but that hasn't come out so it is what it is you know what i mean so yeah, that yeah i don't know of anything like off the top of my head that's happened it's, in the past week or two it's like the 50 shades of gray like sex room that everyone knows it's in the house but no one wants to open it and go in there right right <laughs> Well, that's what I mean. People hit me up and they're just like, "Oh, did did you know about this?" And I was like, "Well, I heard about it, like everybody else, but I didn't have any proof of it happening or those guys doing it." You know, it is what it is. So, well, Golden just listed up a big card by accident. You guys saw that? Yeah, that Luca um, RPA, right? Yeah, it wasn't did supposed they take to get it down. Ran. Yeah, they took it down. They apologized. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, to me, that's like no. No harm, no foul, I guess, you know. It didn't get sold. That would have been a fucking mess. Yeah, but what what if the guy didn't know that it was being ran and it went all the way to final auction and then what? That would have been weird. It would have been weird for Golden because they wouldn't have had it on hand, right? Because the guy Yeah. Well, the biggest issue is the vault, right? So if they had this vault going on and they're Mm. accidentally listing cards up from their vault, I mean, that really puts them in a weird spot. So, you know, I think that's where um, the human error part of it comes into play, right? So I hope they put some checks and balances in moving forward of like, hey, let's verify that we actually have this card before we list it for auction. Seems like a simple problem to fix. Um, But yeah, what else is going on? Um, I think I made a couple of notes. The panic of uh, cards collapsing. I see that a lot now on stories that the people that are upset that uh that they bought in at Zion Prism Base for a thousand dollars and now they're only like what I wrote it down like a hundred and eighty dollars for a PSA ten. Like Which is still stupid. Correcting isn't collapsing. And I'm and I'm dealing with the same thing in like the real estate market. Like, you know, people are like, Oh, I think it's gonna collapse. I think it's like, no, you're just fourteen hundred square foot house isn't worth seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. It it never was worth that it was inflated up and now it's just coming back down to reality. Kind of like, like I said, the Zion, it's like those cards were never thousand dollar cards. Like I remember like, cause right. I've like been collecting for, I don't know how many years. And it's like a base rookie card is never worth just a thousand dollars. I mean, unless you're talking like legendary rookie cards, but I'm talking like Zion. Like when I heard they were first going for like two, 300, I was even like, that's nuts. And now they hit the peak. I think the high they said on card ladder was a thousand and ten was the high. Now they're going for around one hundred and eighty dollars. So it's like you know people are panicking. Oh, the card market's getting crushed. Like no, it's not. It's just correcting. Like these cards were never thousand dollar cards. And, and I don't think it's even it's not the entire card market. It's just certain cards. And I right. think yeah. that's where people get confused is that they lump in 
the the base pop stuff getting crushed with a you know a Luca true RPA or you know a Mahomes optic contenders auto like you that's different. There's a different sectors and they're mm-hmm. not making the same hits. And, and in fact, if you look at the new product, the new product's still doing well. You just have to know how to navigate and how to work the system. I think yeah. the problem is is like what you're saying, right? So the Zion base should never even be that much. And then if you take it a step further, and I only know this because I recently acquired one, right? So a paper Bowman, LeBron James rookie card, PSA 10, which there's less than 500 of, sells for $2,000. That's probably right where it should be. A Zion Prism-based PSA 10 should be nowhere near a LeBron James card that the population pop is less than 500. So that's where I always say it, like there, you can still make money in the hobby, right? And it's, it's like everything else in life, you're just capitalizing on other people's stupidity. So if people wanna pay that, then let them. You just make sure you're not one of those people paying those prices. Yeah, I remember when like um <clears throat> like you know mid covid like when everyone was in it just like buying up all the hype all these base prism rookies like you know I don't want to like down talk people but a lot of like the uh like more savvier people I guess like I said I'm not trying to put us on like a pedestal but like no, I'm assuming y'all both knew as well it's like these cards aren't rare. I'm talking like base prisms, base jaw, base Zion, base Tyler and like people were like I mean, they were selling for more than some, like, color, like, numbered, serial numbered stuff. So it's like, you know, the people that actually kind of knew what they were doing, not the hype beast that came in and they're just like, Zion Prism 10 base is what everyone wants. So, like, like I mean, they were valuing that over, like, the red out of 299 and, like, not to an extent, but I'm saying they were so close. And, like, you know, the real collectors, if anything, like, I mean, if, if you collect shoes, if you collect, you know, there's certain serial numbered pairs of certain shoes that are more rare yeah. than your air force one just basic white shoe that they produce by the millions so it's like like i looked up the psa graded stats like just from psa 10 to psa 8 so that isn't you know i'm not including seven sixes whatever and raw there was over thirty-eight thousand graded just by psa in the 10 through 8 category of zion prism and then bgs just from black label to eight there's almost 15,000. So you're looking at almost like over 50,000 graded copies of this single card, which is insane. Like that's a lot. If, if, if you were on top of it, you absolutely capitalize during that. time Cause that's what I did. Um, I remember when draft picks came out and draft picks never does well, but the Zion hype was just absolutely bananas. And he had the two variations. He had the one that he was dunking. That was a really sick photo. He was carrying back around. And I remember sending those to PSA and getting them graded. I was the first one graded. That was a PSA 10. And people were like, I cannot believe this guy's grading this car. Like, you know, all the, all the old heads in the hobby. And I was like, all right, well, and I'll throw it up on eBay and see what happens. It sold for $550. This is when PSA was, you know, $25 a grade. And you got it back within a month. And yeah. uh, everyone was like, oh, that doesn't make sense. And all of a sudden from that, just it just got nutty. Everything just got crazy. Yeah, I think once people found out the like the crack, it's like you can basically grade anything and have value in it. That's why PSA got so flooded though, because you could literally grade any card and you were making money. Like you're a pack of Prism base. I mean, they were grading LeBron James base like Lakers, and I get like you know some people like 
they try to pump bucks. the it's first it's first Lakers. Like, yeah, but it, that doesn't really matter to a collector. Like I'm saying a person that actually wants it in their hands. They want the gold. They want the mojo out of 25. They want the one. They don't want the base. Like the real collectors. Like, yeah, it's cool. It was cool. I mean, like you said, it's, it was good to capitalize off of it. I mean, I was selling LeBron base for like $20 a piece raw. It's like, that's nuts to me. It's crazy. I remember selling a uh, a prism silver BGS dime <clears throat> LeBron for thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, those, make, it those was base those base PSA tens were hitting eight hundred bucks at one point. I just I think so. I I wouldn't say me and Brandon were hype beasts. Like we've always been collectors. Um, you know, I like me like anyone else. I took a break from cards, and then when I came back into it. You know, Brandon and I connected because we've both been on Nike Talk, so it's like a sneakerhead forum for like mm-hmm. years. And uh, so that's how him and I connected and kind of hit it off. But like, I'll never forget because I was like, Brandon, I, I have all these cards. What should I do with them? You know what I mean? Like, I'm amassing thousands of cards, and he's like, Great, them. It's a multiplier. It was, and it, and it was that simple. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm in the boat of like, I think it's stupid to like look down on people for grading whatever they want. Like if you want something in your collection and you want to grade it, by all means, you should be able to grade it and do whatever you want with it. Mm-hmm. I don't think grading should just be for like monetary purposes or, or even for the multiplier. Like it's great for, for folks like us that are look like, you know, even now at the $50 grading fee for economy, there's money to be made. Don't get it twisted. Like you just have to know what you're buying. Yeah. Um, there's money at every level, honestly. Yep. The 150 yep. to 300 level, there's money everywhere if you know what you're buying. Right. So you just got to, you know, everyone's got to start somewhere. But I don't think it, it's never going to go back to those COVID uh, pandemic insanity. Un- un- unless the NFT bros who just got crushed come back over and inject <laughs> their money back into the card hobby. Who knows? <laughs> Man, I, I hate to say I was right, but good Lord. I, that one didn't make sense to me from the jump. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of money to be made there, dude. It's just it, they made it and they pumped it, and you saw it happening. You saw Logan Paul. You saw Gary Vee. You saw all these guys pumping these NFTs, and then all of a sudden they just got crushed uh, like they should have, and everyone got scared. I mean, as Ethereum and Bitcoin started to drop, the NFTs obviously went right through with it, and they've actually had a way sharper of a drop now. Keith, are you yeah. up on cryptocurrency at all, or, or do you invest in any of that stuff? I mean, the NFT thing never really, like, took to me. Like, I never really – like, I like like Brandon said, like, there was money to be made. I'm not knocking anyone that did it because I know people that were making some real money, but it was more or less like they were, like, finessing their way to get money. Like, they didn't want to be the one caught holding the bag. You know what I'm saying? They're like, hey, this thing's so great, and there has value, but, like, they just wanted to say it to give it to you. It's like, okay, but now, now that's your problem. Like, I got rid of the oh, board yeah. ape. Like, I got rid of this penguin. Like, and like I said, I'm not knocking people that made money. Like, you can hustle. Like, you know, it was a hustle, but that's what it was, though. That's what at least what it feels like. It was just they're hustling people. It's like, hey, man, like – this picture of this dog has immense value. Like one day you're going to look back and wish you like you would have bought it. And then people like they have that FOMO, like well, everyone has NFTs. Like, you know, you have Steph Curry talking about crypto. You have all these Tom Brady doing his NFT launch. It's like, so you don't want, you get that FOMO when, you know, famous people start doing it. And then, like I said, like he said, once it starts dipping, it's like, Oh shit. Like I'm the one holding the bag. Like this isn't good. 
Like, you never want to be the guy getting caught holding it. It was a legal Ponzi scheme, man. It really what it was. Oh, 100%. It was disgusting, honestly. It I, really I, – it was yeah. gross. I think anytime you have celebrities or elitists buying and selling things, and the common person, right, uh, isn't really that involved in buying and selling those things, there might be a problem with it, right? And then once uh, I found out from someone through a different podcast that most of the people buying and selling those NFTs were the same people that owned the NFTs. So you had people, you know, because it's not regulated, there's no way to find out. So people were selling their own NFT and buying it themselves and pumping them. <laughs> so once I yeah, heard but- that, I was like, yeah, I'm out on that. 100%. The, the value the value was them buying their own coins or their own NFTs to prop up on a pedestal to then be able to sell it for even half value because they've already made 50% off of that. Like it's it was terrible, dude. Yeah, to answer your question about like the crypto thing, the only thing I dabbled into, and it was just because it was like a uh, like a recommendation from a friend type thing. Like I, like I'll admit, I went in there blind. It was one of those like someone I like trusted, and I'm not knocking him. He's literally one of my best friends, so I'm not like holding him to it. And he even said like, "Hey, like there's risks to this." Blah blah blah. So I was like, he was like, because he's real big into math and stuff, and was explaining you know the whole blockchain and stuff like that, like how it makes sense and I. I just threw like some money in there and it's literally like I bought and it has literally just gone down, like not even fluctuate. I'm talking like I probably bought at peak and it has done nothing but drop. So I was just like, that's just lost money. I almost attributed it. Like, when was I, that? I can check my coin base because it looks just like a murder scene <laughs> with all the red on my account. So yeah, I bought like, Cardano, yeah, which was obviously a mistake, but. How um, long ago was was your entry point though? Let's find out. I can let you know. It's down to forty seven cents. That's good. I bought <laughs> oh. right around October, so I bought it at two dollars and twenty ish cents around there because I I bought it first of October. So you're talking like two dollars twenty five, two dollars nineteen cents, and I think it's worth like I said forty seven cents. So it's a good purchase, good investment. I bought it at two twenty, and now it's forty seven cents. You don't make money like that. Basically, it's a Zion-based Prism PSA 10. Yeah. I basically <laughs> bought it at 1000 Yeah. <laughs> I'm clowning myself. You bought the Kobe Whites. I, yeah, so, I, I bought everything that was hyped up. I bought Bull Bull, Peak Bull Bull, Bubble Prism. Like, that was and, me. I was like, Cardano. And Seiku. And there's, there's somewhere there's a podcast with three guys on there making fun of the guys that just bought Cardano in October and didn't sell. Oh, yeah. The way, the way yeah. that we're talking about Zion Prism. Got this elite, one-of-a-kind bowl bowl. Is that Ruby yeah. Wave? Yeah. I uh, I haven't even tried to sell this at a show. Like, So this sticker's old. I don't even think it's worth $25 anymore. That was like from like months ago. I'll give you five so. bucks for it right now. Let me let me ask you this, Heath. Let me ask you this, Heath. What is your strategy for selling? Are you a big eBayer, Instagram, or a show guy? See, I used to be like just I used to love eBay. And then it got so I got I love I love selling lower end stuff on eBay, which you know it sounds kind of backwards, but like I'm saying like numbered stuff and like more like hype stuff, because that's where I know this sounds bad, but like the less educated, like the hype beast kind of go towards though. They're like, what's on eBay? Like what's it going for on eBay? 
So if like, like I had probably six or seven of those jaw rookie cards with like, you know, the young Dolph in the background in them. And I was like, I'm going to unload a couple. Like I bought them just because I thought it was cool. Not bought them after the hype. I'm saying I bought them months back off eBay. Right. Like a whole, I bought a lot of five for like $7 or something like that. So I dumped a couple off. So on that stuff, I like eBay. <laughs> but now I've started to do like test the waters at shows. Like I used to, I used to never set up and I've only probably set up three, like maybe three or like three, four, five times. I've had pretty good success on like moving like hundred dollar to $500 cards. Nothing crazy, like nothing thousands. That stuff's a lot easier on Instagram. Like I've had like for higher end, I've had better luck on Instagram moving stuff. Like I said, hundred to like 500, that range. Uh, shows pretty good on that because like I said it's like you know flipping and stuff like that's pretty easy and then like real low end if it's not like the dollar stuff will be sold at a show but if it's not a dollar stuff like if it's that like 20 30 40 50 dollar range like they usually go pretty well on eBay so hmm. I, I it's a mix Don hates eBay I'm not, yeah, I'm not I just it's such a hassle with the listing like every single card. <laughs> I know it sounds well, lazy, I mean, but e eBay's good and bad. But like, I mean, you nailed it though. That's uh, last year, Mike Trout's uh, what is it? Tops update rookie card. Like, uh, I had a BGS nine five nine centering, which Brandon hates. But uh, they were hitting three K, and I was like, should I dump this thing? Like, I I want to keep it, but like, why is it going to three K? And Brandon was like, don't even think about it and list it, and it sold immediately. And I, I don't think they're even 3K now. That was a year ago. So I think they're like right around 1,800, two grand. I, I feel like everything has a very small window. Like when, when the hype starts to happen on something, whether it's a card or a product, like uh, WWE Prism, right? When that came out, everyone was on its nuts hard for that few three or four days. That was the time to sell wax if you had it. That was the time to sell singles if you were ripping it. And, and now look at it. Now it's all the way down. I was talking to somebody the other day. He had sold a case for 15 grand. And um, he was telling me now they're like 10 grand in that range. That's a what, huge did you guys, what did you guys sell Andre the Giant for? Uh, eight grand. Was that a gold? That was a gold, yeah. To 10 or to 50? To 10. Have you checked if any other one sold? Because that was eBay, right? No. Yeah, you just don't you don't go look back. That was the uh, that's the old <laughs> that's the old price bought it. He was buying all of those uh, golds. Probably could have got more for it, honestly. But you know, eight grand's eight grand. Yeah, but I mean, I think with that drop though, eight grand's eight grand. Like you said, who cares? Listen, I, I wasn't upset by it. Uh, it. It helped me just blow entire wad on Bowman recently that got smoked on. So <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> Keith, it was so it was it was so bad, dude. I haven't I haven't seen or been involved in a product where I got so bloody on. It was so bad. I, yeah, that I was watched the, the one last night. That was, that I, was the I, one I, hard part of breaking, though. Like honestly, just because, like you know, it's cool making the money breaking and stuff. But when you watch someone though get repetitively smoked, like I used to, like I I used to feel decently guilty though sometimes because you know like it's part of the game i get that like you're it's a risk like you're breaking i get it but like 
I'm talking like when these dudes were like, I mean, they were buying, I forgot who it was. I haven't talked to him since. I don't know if he hates me or not, but he legit <laughs> bought the Cardinals in like four cases of flawless to chase Kyler. I mean, not a single Cardinal period came out, not Hakeem Butler, not Andy Isabella, like zero cards. And dude probably spent at, and at the time, you know, boxes weren't 20 K but like at the time, like he spent like $2,500 on four cases, which like I said, doesn't sound a lot now, but back then that was a lot for a break. Like nah, 2,500 bucks and you got, you got smoked. And I was just like, I'm sorry, dude. Like that's all I could say. I was like, I feel bad. Like, I don't. Dude, I got smoked <clears throat> in plenty of your case breaks. <laughs> dude, a, a hey, lot of people did though. Like. So just, just to give you guys some context, uh, Heath, River City Cards uh, used to break. And he was breaking around the pandemic. Uh, and a lot of us were with him because he was a lot more um, in tune with the hobby. He wasn't a big shop. He wasn't a big anything. He was just kind of doing it with, for the fun of it. So it was a lot of you know friends and that would get in there in the lives. And it was, a, it was right. one of my more ex- – uh, um, I had more fun in there from an experience uh, standpoint from then going on other different places. So you're in my special place in my heart, Heath. That, well, that means a lot yeah but it, it was it was tough though because what we were breaking you know we weren't ripping like elite or like uh phoenix like so like you said like people were getting like bashed sometimes because like i said nt there's not many cards in a case so it's like there's a lot there's like 50 like 40 to 50 percent of people are not getting a thing and it's dude, tough it was, it, was, it was cheap back then though the entry man yeah. i remember I remember I would buy the Cardinals and NT with you and I would go to sleep. I was like, all right, yeah, if it happens, it happens. Cause it wasn't that bad. Now shit, Jaguars are $2,600 um, for a case. Yes. And you can't even I get remember, I forgot what break it was, but I want to forget what case it was, but me and you were going to split a team. I think with Adam, like Frankenstein and we, like, we didn't get it, but it was so cheap looking back now compared to what like NT and flawless cases do now. It's like, wait, we were only about to split like 200 a piece. Like that's nothing. I think it was like a smaller guy we were chasing, but it was just like, Hey, do you just want to split this instead of going full bore? And you're like, yeah, like we obviously didn't get it, but it's so cheap looking back now. Like you, you could have got the best teams for two, 300 bucks. I know it was crazy, dude. Now, now you can't touch them for under three grand almost. I remember that year, the pandemic, I did a, select case break um with instant trading cards and i had the ravens the chiefs the jaguars and the xrc spot for all less than 500 bucks if i could go i mean everyone could say that in the hobby but it's like man if i had a time machine the amount of first off i would not have bought mitch trubisky stuff and i would have bought josh allen so that would have been my (laughs) number one thing oh for sure Dude, I what think Trubisky's going to have a good year, just throwing that out there. You think he's a sneaky buyer or what? I, listen, I'm not giving the, the advice for play on that, but I do think he's going to have a good year. I think he, he, he might be a good buy. If he's, if he's going to be the starter, you'd have to buy stuff that week if you're going to flip it. But uh, he's he's gonna play one. He has to be QB1, dude. You never know. You know, nowadays that trend of starting those rookies – is going pretty good, even though nobody was high on any of those quarterback or uh, mini boxers and picket. Look who he's replacing, dude. He, the guy couldn't even roll the pocket in the past ten years of his career. 
What was he, the number two pick, too? Wasn't Darnold the number two pick? Isn't Trubisky? No, Where's tr- he at? No, Trubisky, Steelers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they got Whopper hands. Fucking pick it. I've seen somebody, somebody Photoshop those, you know, those little tiny baby hands, like, on the sticks. My hands? Someone photoshopped, no. Someone photoshopped those uh, on a picture and thrown the football on them, dying laughing. I hope I did that. What did uh, – hey, did you hit any Watson – or not Watson, Mac autos besides that base? Who, me? Yeah. No, that's all I hit. I, I got absolutely skunked. It was my worst bo- – I've been doing Bowman since 2018. It was my worst Bowman experience in my life. <clears throat> Let me buy that base auto for me. I mean, Jesus Christ, can it come in first, dude? <laughs> God, dude, this this guy he sharks me to buy stuff from me. I sell it to him, and then he grades it, and then he sells it the next day for ten x. I'm like, awesome. I don't do that. I don't do that and then, all the time. And then, and then he and then he feels so guilty about it. He gives my company a, a nice shout out at the beginning of his podcast. Oh man, the, the gig is up. You got me. Hey, the uh, what was I going to tell you though? I don't remember. How, how how are you liking your Falcons, dude? Oh, your Falcons fan? I don't even. I mean, it's it's so exhausting now at this point. It's just I just watch football. Like I I know going in, <laughs> it used to be like you know you'd have that little bit of sense of like 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 I wonder what happens this week. Like now it's literally just I focus more on like the card or like the fantasy football aspect of it because. All Sundays do as a fan is just disappoint. Like there was only so much disappointment you can handle that it's just like they actually take a toll on my like mental state of happiness. Like you literally just watch them and you're like, like it's like there's only certain teams that can lose games certain ways. They're certainly one of them. The Detroit Lions, like Jaguars. I, I, there's just those certain teams that you're like. Only them, like only them, and they're one of those. So that's why it's just like whatever. Like if they win, I'm gonna be behind them and stuff. If they lose, it's gonna be the same. I'm just gonna be like, well, I knew that was coming. So I, I just don't understand what I how like they to... messed how they messed up not getting Watson. I don't understand how they let that get away. I think who's it was their strictly who's QB one Mariota? Sadly, um, <laughs> I think with Watson though, I think it was more or less the guaranteed aspect, like because from like. I have a couple buddies that like are real inside with Atlanta. So I was like, you know, trying to get the scoop, like during that whole ordeal. So I was like, like, let me know if you know anything, like, cause I was so excited for the potential. And he was just like, no, like it's wrapping up. Like it's looking pretty good. It's looking pretty good. But I think it was until, like I said, Cleveland made that second call, second or third call, whatever it was and be like, Hey, we'll give it all guaranteed. I think that, Absolutely, I don't. I don't think many teams would have matched that because that's a heavy deal. Like no, nobody. I think it, nobody, nobody's matching that. That's a Cleveland move. Like that's something. Yeah. That's like the Jaguars giving Kirk all that money. That's what. Yep. That's what losing teams do, though. But but think about it though. You're saying losing team, but the the guy is fucking good. Oh, like I know. It's, it's, yeah, it's, he's not, good. it's not like they gave it to Baker Mayfield. They gave it to someone who right. didn't play last year, so he didn't get hit on the entire year. Yes, the speed is going to be an adjustment for him, but he'll pick up on that pretty quickly. Um, it's not like he's you know a receiver or he's a running back or just or a lineman. The speed's going to be a little bit different for him to get adjusted to than that, those guys. I, I, I personally think that he's going to come in and be absolutely electrifying 
for that organization. And I think that defense with him, I, I mean, he hasn't played with a team that could have the potential to be this good before. I think he's uh, like, if you just look at the Browns, like, and we're talking talent wise, I'm not talking numbers. Cause I don't want like someone to watch this and like come at my throat for saying it, but like, he's probably the best quarterback they've ever had, like in the franchise history, like oh, talent wise, like who else is next? Yeah. Like, what, who is Kozar? the guy? Um, 20, yeah, Bernie Kosar, and who else was it? Um, the dude from Miami. Testaverde? Was Bernie? Wasn't yeah, Testaverde a Brown? That's yeah. my point. So it's like, who have they really had, though? Like, We're we talking about guys that are, like, played over 40 years ago. And, like I said, obviously I'm biased and stuff because I've, I've always – I've liked Watson really since Clemson just because watching him beat Alabama was good enough for me. I was like, checks the box. <laughs> like, he beat him in the championship game, so I'm a Watson guy. Like – like, but he hasn't had near the talent what he has now. I mean, Houston has been a wreck. I mean, he took them to the playoffs, like the Houston Texans. Like, he took them to the play, like, and they should have beat Kansas City if we're being frank. If they didn't absolutely squander that lead, and trust me, if someone knows a squandered lead, it's a Falcons fan. So if they didn't absolutely squander that playoff lead, you know, what? Where is his rank at? Like, because he would have won a couple playoff games, like. I don't know. Like I said, you have Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Mari Cooper. They have a good, pretty good offensive line, Damn, I mean, they in my opinion. Cooper? Yeah. Yeah. And they drafted David Bell out of oh, Purdue, who's like – People don't want to – and they have Donovan Peoples-Jones. So like, they have a legit wide receiver core. Like, their defense is good. I mean, they have Miles Garrett. I mean, Denzel if, Ward. I mean Miles Garrett stands down. The, I think he's the best football player in the NFL, personally. Um but, like, no, Brandon, I, I agree with you 100%. I think he is going to be electric, but it's just always that, like, I feel like the Browns are, like, right there at the hump, right? And they were making that turn to get over the hump, with even with Baker. But, like, hopefully Watson can take him over the hump and they turn that corner, right? But it's just one of those things where historically a shitty franchise, like the Jags recently – I'm still super high on Trevor Lawrence. Last year, I was really doubtful because I hate Urban Meyer. Uh, and I, I'm glad I was right about that. The dude's a piece of shit, and I'm glad they got rid of him. So hopefully they turn the corner and, and, and do some things. It was good to see them make moves. But, God, I didn't realize how loaded the Browns are on offense. And they didn't get – they, like, paid nothing for Cooper, right? It wasn't It wasn't crazy, that's for sure. It was like a bag of chips. Yeah. I mean, compared to, like, Kirk. Yeah, they, they, they got – they got Cooper for a fifth and sixth round pick. I mean, yeah, the bag of chips, and and the Jets have been sitting there looking for a receiver this entire offseason. Couldn't land shit. It was uh, it was terrible. But I, me personally, I think uh, it de- again, it depends on how many games he gets suspended. If he gets suspended four games, I think who's his backup? Brissett, Jacoby. Yeah, I think I it's him. It yeah. I think the I backups think, are him and Dobbs. Um, I think Jacoby with that team. Can if you could split the amount of games that he suspended, if you can go 500, then I think they're going to look great because the first couple games are absolutely dog shit games for them, but they should be fucking be able to win. They yeah, they played right Carolina game. week one, so exactly. Nah, Who, yeah. Carolina? No, and you just and you just have to tell Brissett to manage the game. He doesn't need to do anything spectacular. No, because nope. the defense crazy. should hold them down. Yeah, just. Pass to the open guys, please, and, like, hand the ball off the jump. I also think a difference, like, that's why it's such an interesting thing with, like, Deshaun Watson now on the Browns as opposed to, like, him on the Texans. Like, him on the Texans, 
unless I'm just not – unless my brain just farted. Like, he's never had a good running back to rely on. So, like, you know they're throwing the ball. Johnson um, was all right. Who? Johnson. Exactly. Who? Yeah, he was all right for a couple of years, I mean, right? Ch- no? Chubb's, Chubb's really, really good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's never had he, anyone as good as Chubb's. No. Yeah. He and Kareem Hunt. Like, they have, a, they have a legit one-two. Uh, Kareem Hunt didn't get traded, did he? Unless I just forgot. No, I don't think so. But Kareem Hunt won a lot of fantasy football games from me last year. So, he's legit. I mean, I guess you can get away with kicking people downstairs and you're good. And I, I think, like, NFL, you dude. know how, like, like you were saying about Baker, like how they were, like, almost at the hump. And then they just kind of fell apart. I truly like. I don't think that team was ever going to like. There's too many egos. Like you have Baker, who's who's kind of a hothead. You have Odell Beckham, who I mean, he's, he has all the talent in the world, but he's such a me, me, me guy. And then you had Jarvis Landry, who was just kind of like injured on and off, like wasn't very consistent that year. So I mean, like I said, it was just like a personality like nightmare. To me, like when you're watching it, because like I said, you see Baker Mayfield throw a slant two yards behind Odell Beckham, and Odell Beckham just looks like he hates his life. It's like that's not going to work. But like now, like I said, now you got Deshaun Watson, who is like a 10x upgrade over Baker Mayfield. And then Nick Chubb, I mean, like y'all said, I don't think he's had a running back close to that talent. Hey, uh, not to get completely off subject, but I'm watching a. Orange Shimmer Seahorn PSA 10 on eBay. What uh, what do you think it's going to end at, Brandon? What should I be the high bidder at? Auto? Yeah. PSA 10, you said? Mm-hmm. You shouldn't go above 65. I, I think you Dude. should be in about, I think you should be in about like five to be safe. It, it's right now I'm winning at 1,500. Oh, wow. That's cheap. With 13 minutes to go. Holy shit. Uh, like you, don't be don't get on there and outbid me, Jesus. <laughs> I just want to look at it. Two K. My max bid two K, by the way. Uh, I want to do twenty two hundred. Well, then I'm gonna have to do three K. <laughs> I think three K is good. Dude, I was selling um wow, that's cheap, dude. I was selling I orange mean, wave just, autos PSA ten for sixty five hundred dollars, dude. I sold that gold that I got from you, non-auto PSA 10, for a thousand two weeks ago. Yeah, that was a true gold, though. Yeah, but still, the 25 is a 25. That's why I look at it. Are either one of you guys buying any of the um, tops Bowman first basketball or football, the college stuff at all? No, I'm not. I just I don't know much about it. I mean. That stuff, I mean, like I said, the hypes, the hype will be there, like every other product, like Brandon said earlier, like Prism Draft, like there's those first initial rookies, like that's when you sell that stuff. You don't hold right. Prism Draft rookies, like that, you just don't do it. So, like I said, that first initial hype, just like we'll see with the Bowman U stuff, with like CJ Stroud's first Bowman, like it's cool now because you, you have to wait a whole year for him to actually get drafted. But as right. soon as he gets drafted, it's a wrap. Like those cards are. Not no, going to be I, worth much. I 100% agree with you. I think it's just like um, Prism Draft, except for now it's Bowman U. Um, yeah. Ba- baseball is different because when it's their Bowman first in baseball, they're drafted or they signed with the team. Maybe that's your team. 
I, I can't stand the non-licensed college stuff at all. You know, it's not even like NT non-licensed baseball it's, stuff, right? It's, it's going to be weird to see, though, dude, because imagine if this product came out last year before college football season and everyone was trying to get Rattler from Oklahoma. Right. And then his car prices would have been dirt because he just played so bad. So you're about to feel the wrath of college football happen now because these kids are going to get lazier, especially getting these NIL deals and getting some good money. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see how those cards are affected by college football season. I haven't, I haven't read too much into it. Do you, either one of you guys know how those deals work? Is it through the university or can they sign their own deals? And sign do their own stuff deals? For them? Yeah, so I think they, they can, sign it with the company. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a Gators fan. I know you're a uh, Tennessee ball fan, but Anthony Richardson last year was selling like his own t-shirts. So like, you remember the, maybe you don't Heath, I don't know how old you are, but like, remember those 1990s, like airbrushed, like Wu-Tang Clan shirts, like Tupac shirts, like he was like, selling. Like CD. Yeah. So he was selling like every week, whoever they were playing, he would have a shirt on his website and then until it sold out. And uh, I thought that was cool. So I bought a couple of those for, you know, during the season, but uh, so they can just make any deal they want, but what are these deals that I was hearing about these kids transferring and then they're transferring to certain schools because the schools were putting together those deals for them, I guess, like finding sponsors. Probably same as have, uh, boosters, right? Yeah. They have like some of these schools now have like a collective, like Tennessee, for example, like um, it's called, I'm trying to think of the exact name for it, but it's like, we have like, I say we, like Tennessee has this like, it's called Spire Sports Group. And like, they go and give these kids massive deals. Like there's alleged, like I don't, I'm not saying this for concrete, but allegedly like the five-star quarterback that just committed to UT, that Nico, I'm alive, whatever, the Hawaiian yep. kid from California. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Allegedly he's getting millions from this Spire yep. group because it's funded by like Jimmy Haslam who owns the Cleveland Browns. He's a big UT donor, like Alan Jones or Bill Jones, I think. Alan Jones or Bill Alan Jones. Like I'm talking these huge rich guys have this whole like collective sports agency group and they can just pay these kids out whatever they want. Cause there's like you said, there's not, it's not regulated yet. So like as much as they want to spend, they can, I mean, you're talking, they said Bryce young for Alabama last year made seven figures before he stepped on the field. Like that's crazy. As he should just throw it out there. I think. Oh, I agree. My my only problem with it is that it's going to promote the people jumping ship from school to school to school. So if you play at a smaller D1 school and all of a sudden you have a fantastic season and maybe FSU yeah, maybe FSU or when or Oregon comes by and listen, come over here. We have all this money lined up for you or deals lined up for you. He transfers solely because of that. And now is that him achieving his NFL dream because now he's getting paid? Does the work <laughs> ethic drop or does he keep busting his ass? Are we going to see the Jerry Rices are, that come up from a no-name school to get to the league and that work ethic? Are we going to see people just want to work to get deals in college? I think, I think eventually, unless they change it, it's going to be people might stop caring about the NFL as much, especially those five-star recruits. You're, if you're signing a seven-figure deal out of high school to play college football, I, I mean, where's the motivation unless you just really love football? And Man, that's going to be tough because I think with the combination of the, the brain injuries and all that stuff, it's like 
now I'll take my 10 million or 30 million I made at UT or Florida and then I'm good. If I make it to the NFL, cool. If not, I'm good regardless. So it'll be crazy. Uh, I think a lot of it will be like resentment in the locker room too. Like there will be clashes monetarily. Cause like I said, if you're, let's say you're the left guard of the football team or whatever, you know, you're keeping the quarterback safe. You might not have an NIL deal. And if it is, it's very small. Like let's say it's $25,000 deal, whatever. And your quarterback's making 4 million, like, and he's, you know, he's taking the pictures, he's riding in the G wagon, he's doing all this. And you're like, damn, like I want a piece of that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm the one helping you look good. Like I think there will be like, and especially the kids that don't have any NIL money that are like, you know, struggling for the meal or whatever. Like, there's going to be some real issues. Like when that second, third string cornerback, you know, he's grinding, busting his ass in practice and he sees his quarterback pull up in a Lambo. Like there's going to be a little bit of like jealousy in the locker room. I think I could be wrong. So if, should there be some type of threshold? So if you are making 500 grand a year on your NIL deals, should the university, okay, you've got to pay your own shit. You gotta pay for your own classes. You have to pay for your own meal plan. I mean, I mean, I think that's fair, right? Uh, but it's a me, me, me. You know, I, I don't, I don't want to get into politics because I almost started to say maybe it would make sense if there was like a threshold, and then every anything over that it would go to your teammates, right? But then you're talking about like this is America, baby, capitalism. I'm not sharing shit. That's my money. Yeah. So they're eight, like, 18, I mean, 19 year old dudes, man. If it was my kid, I'd be like, nah, we ain't, you ain't going to school there. Like, you, you're you earning the $10 million, not your teammates. You need your team, of course, but, like, doggy dog. There should be some type of financial planning going into it where if it go exceeds 500 k a year, whatever that is, goes into certain accounts for, you know, your future. If you don't make it to the NFL or if you right. end up pulling a Spencer Rattler where you suck ass, um, you know, something like that I think should be in place. A lot of, I mean, it's a billion dollar industry. I always, I always give this example because uh, I think it was ESPN put this out a couple of years ago. And, and the question was at the University of Kentucky, what program earns the school more money? Basketball, the men's basketball program or the men's football program? And I think the casual fans that vote on ESPN, it was like predominantly like over 75% said, oh, the basketball team sells out. They Easy. They easily make more money than the football team does. And I don't remember the figures, but it was daunting. Like the football team's earning eclipsed the basketball team by 30 fold, 40 fold. It was like something not even close. Um, <clears throat> I, the bid's up to 25.5. I'm high bid at 27.5. Good luck, dude. I'm not bidding you got on your, it. So. You got your opponent right next to you. I mean, you're not, looking at your competition. Me. Not me. No, no, not no, no, no. Brandon's my boy. I, I actually texted him and said, I'm not going over three if you want it. You should no, I got – trust me. I mean, I got plenty of Hernandez. I've sold plenty of it too, so. Orange Shimmer auto would be nice. I'm going to get outbid by a ton already now. So I'm not, I, you know what? I'm going to push it to two ninety nine ninety nine, and then I'll still get outbid by a ton. If, if you don't win it, I have that LeBron auto you still want, so. I wanted that Jordan auto you sold to that prick. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, never, you, you never, you, I don't care. You never made a play for it, dude. I know, because I'm, I'm, dude. I, I don't have. I'm not diagnosed with ADD, but I am all over the place. 
he have you ever dealt with uh don on a deal before i don't think i have i don't think i've sold or bought anything really you've saved yourself plenty of air time because <laughs> don's one of those guys that like reaches out to you like okay how much is this card how much is that card and then like six hours go by you're like okay we're, we're re-engaging in a conversation and he'll like hit you up like hey did you watch that game tonight you're like weren't we just talking about like selling something now you're asking me how the game was like all right i guess the card's <laughs> over with and then three weeks goes by and you sold it he still hasn't mentioned anything i was like hey you still got that card you're like no don i, d- I don't have that card anymore <laughs> i don't do that to everybody just you i did actually i'll be completely transparent yesterday this guy had a uh, cody hosey red wave to five it was a bgs nine ten um he had it 400 or best offer so i was just like i didn't check comps which is stupid on my part i'm like hey would you take 300 for it and he was like yeah i fell asleep woke up this morning and checked it and i was like oh man a, a nine five ten true red sold for 300 bucks i'm not paying you 300 for a red wave i was like that's my bad 100 percent my bad and he was pissed and rightfully so but i don't know man i just whenever i offer stuff on my story it's usually like at the comp so if someone wants to offer a little below sure uh-oh it's at 25.5 with two minutes to go and i'm at three grand max keeps like who is christian hernandez who is this person <laughs> i'm just so uneducated on like the prospects like i i guess it's more or less just like i don't keep up with like the uh like the farm system and stuff like that because you know when you're talking nfl cards like if Kyler Murray goes number one overall, that's who's probably going to be the starting quarterback. Like, I don't have to wait. Then I like, right. like I know baseball is like a beast in the market. I get that. I just, I don't understand it. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, how someone can be number one overall pick, but like they don't play for a couple of years. Like, yeah, well, baseball know. is a whole other animal. So, yeah, yeah, so I was just like, yeah, yeah. So that we we've been spoiled, and we and we've talked about it in a couple of group chats, like. These guys getting called up as 19, 20-year-olds, that, that's not normal. Um, so the Sotos, Acuna, um, Patisse, those guys getting called up so young and then producing, that's not normal. Normal, normal. Normally in baseball, these guys get called up, put back down, called up, put back down. And it takes a while for them to make, make the majors. So like even Bobby Witt getting called up this year, when people say that they're not surprised or that he should have been called up this year, they're full of shit. Like, if you follow baseball, no matter how good they are or they're the number one pick, like you don't expect them to do two years in the minors and get called up. I mean, what Royce Lewis got his first hit, right? Wasn't he the number one pick like six years ago? Yeah, but th- think about how different it is for, for those kids that get to the majors, right? So in football in college, you're traveling once a week to go to play an away game or a home game, yeah. right? Right. And then you have – uh, basketball is doing the same exact thing. These baseball kids, when they're in low A and they're in minor, you know, double A or triple A, they're traveling in a region. They're not traveling from Florida to California to Texas to New York to back to Florida. I mean, that's a huge adjustment when you're playing a pro level is the sleep patterns, the routines, and all that shit gets thrown out the window. I mean, it, it's, it's a huge adjustment period. It's, it's more of an adjustment going from triple A to the majors than it is in any other sport. Right. Basketball is the easiest transition, in my opinion. Basketball? Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. I just lost that 3,300. God dang it. 
I'm telling you. I, I think I think football is the hardest <laughs> one of the hardest adjustments uh, because the speed is so different. Um, but then I think baseball is just so far ahead just because you're having all the travel in there that's completely new. But football's not right. easy. The speed in the NFL is so much different than college level. Well, yeah, because everybody's running a four four forty. Literally everybody on the field is. So um that yeah, I th- I mean basketball too though, like that's the thing. Like I I'm an Orlando Magic fan and like we have a chance to get the number one pick. I I personally do not want the kid from Gonzaga at all. Yeah, but more, he, more more rookies in basketball dominate quicker than right. they do in football or baseball. Yeah. I mean, you, you can well, put – I mean, any of those guys within three years can be the face of the, of the league in basketball. Speaking of NFL, I want to uh, get y'all's early, uh, I guess, predictions for, like, division winners, like AFC North, AFC South, East, West, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm curious, like, after all we've seen with free agency and the draft and stuff like that, like, I would like to know, like, who do y'all have winning certain divisions? Let me. Uh, so I'm, I'm. I don't know about divisions, but uh, I'm not betting against the goat. I'm with the goat, so I'm a Jags fan. But uh, I still think Tampa's going to be the team to beat with Tom Brady there. That's my personal opinion, and I think Brandon already nailed it. Uh, the Browns. What division are the Browns in? They're in a tough division. Yeah, they're in a somewhat tough division with uh, Ravens, Bengals, and Steelers. Mm, Ravens, Bengals, too. I think I think the Browns are going to be the team to beat coming out of there. Uh, you know, I think Bengals I think got the Bengals better are, though too. They yeah, got better yeah, the offensive line. Take, I think they're going to take a step back. I think uh, I don't. I don't know. Like I know a lot of people believe in Joey B and it's a great story, but I think they're going to take a step back personally. Yeah. See, I think I don't know. Like. What I had like written down, like in the NFC, and like I said, this was just like a this was like a quick draw up. Like I think in the South, NFC South, it's the Bucks. I mean, I don't Falcons, Saints, Panthers. That's a wash. I mean, it's just it would be a legit tragedy if they didn't win that division. Um, NFC West, that's like a little tough, just because. Oh, it's really not though, because without DeAndre Hopkins, like we don't know how Kyler like really is. Because like when DeAndre Hopkins left last year, he looked like horrible. Yeah. Like, well, they got they got Hollywood. They yeah, get Hollywood. That's a deep threat for sure. I just think the Rams, though. I think it's still their division right now. Like they just have so much going on, and like I know it's easy just to pick the Super Bowl champ, but like, <clears> and then in the East, I mean. I still think it's Dallas. Like I know they lost. No Cooper, way, but... Philly, bro. Philly's gonna now, be. Now see, I don't, I don't, I don't trust in Hurts. I don't know. I, I Hertz, just something Hertz... about him. You just don't like him because he's from Alabama, dude. No, he's from Oklahoma. He graduated from OU. I'll, okay, I'll give him that. Bro. Like, so like, I, 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 know, think... I think uh, I'm sticking with Tampa and the Browns. I think a lot of people are gonna pick the Bills. But I think um, if you learned anything about the Rams last year with Matthew Stafford, right? So that was his first playoff win in 13 years. It's really hard to win playoff games and a Super Bowl in the NFL. Um, no, I, hold on. Team. I'm taking offense to this, Heath, because what <laughs> what, is, what has Dallas done to improve? They haven't. Sense? But the thing is, like, with Philly, like, I just think here. Dallas is more complete, like, because – 
if, if we go like by position by position, you haven't right? won like, anything since when? But what are they get? What what are you picking down? I get that. I get that. Win to win the win the division the east. over just yeah. the East. So if you look at quarterbacks, I'm taking Dak over Hertz. Just me personally. This is just I'll give my okay. takes, and like I said, these these could be trash. So if I look at QBs, I'm taking Dak over Hertz. Uh, the running backs, I'm dev- even if Zeke is fat and washed, I'm taking Zeke and Tony Pollard over Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell. I guess. I mean, I don't. They don't really like do much for me. Wide receiver, that's where it's like you have AJ Brown and CD Lamb. They're both studs, so it's like they cancel out. Like yep. you could say okay. one's about them, but, right, but they're both well, who's, studs. Who's wide receiver two on the team? Michael Gallup, and he's good. He is legit slept out. I think Michael Gallup is Tim, a legit receiver. You think he's better, he's better than Devontae Smith? I don't. That's it's so hard to say. Like yes, right now, but I don't know. I think Wait, okay. Dude, okay, so we'll give. Philly- didn't Philly you said get AJ? You said Philly got AJ Brown, right? Yeah, and yeah. they have Devontae Smith. I mean, that's a nasty one-two receiver punch. But you look at their offensive line. Give me Dallas right now. I think well, they have I Miles Sanders too, right? Don't doesn't so Philly my, have Miles Sanders? Dude, but my my thing is their offensive line. Yeah, it's it's damn good, but it's been good for years, Philly, and they still have line is good. Yeah, no, no. I'm not saying Dallas is going to even like go playoff run i'm just talking like division winner i just think they still have enough to like beat out philly for right, let, let, let me ask you this. and i could does be Hurt, wrong does hurts throw over three thousand years this year three thousand yards this year i don't know i mean dude uh, don't forget they got dallas goddard too philly does he's just uh, their line i just think i think jalen hurts looks for like if if something's not there on the throw like he is so down to like tuck and run so like that's why like when i think of like a bunch of yards throwing. It's just harder for me to fight for her. It's like 3,000, maybe, yeah, but like 4,000, no. 30, I don't think that's what He threw for 3,100 last year. Yeah. yeah so I mean, it'd be like borderline three-ish because, I mean, then again, he, he didn't have A.J. Brown, so we'll see. I just – that's my pick. And then NFC North, like, I know a lot of, like, Vikings fans are going to be sick, but it's like I just – until Aaron Rodgers loses the North, I don't – I can't pick against them. It's just – it's it seems oh, wrong to pick oh, anyone yeah. but the Packers. Did um Valdez Scantling resign with them? No, he's on the Chiefs. Is he? Yeah. yeah. No, he's not. Dude. But I just think Aaron Rodgers, and like I said, I'm a little biased just because I like Aaron Rodgers. Um he's just one of those quarterbacks like Brady, like Peyton Manning, that makes whoever he has with him around him good. Like I mean, he made Marquez Valdez Scantling somewhat legit. I mean we don't. I mean, Devontae Adams is a stud. I get that, but that chemistry. I don't. I don't think Derek Carr has the success Aaron Rodgers had with him. It's it's a, it's a lot harder when you've been playing with someone for what five seasons they played together. So yeah, all those practices. I, I want to interject real quick because Mahomes has an absolute laser, and Valdez Scantling is a fucking cheetah on the field with his height. That's gonna be a nasty little combo. They got Juju too, don't forget. And Kelsey's still lining up on the line. So, with Seattle, oh yeah. And then if we go to the AFC, that's where I was gonna get like bashed. So like, if anyone's watching this or listening to this like live or whatever, like, I'm sorry I didn't pick the Chiefs in advance to win the West. I know how crazy that sounds. Like I said, people, you know, Patrick Mahomes is the golden child. He's the next Brady. Like, 
I've heard for the past how many years. Like, he won the ring, I get it, early in his career, but, like, I'm just so tired of hearing that they're an automatic Super Bowl team, like, every single year when they haven't made it. What? They didn't make it last year, and they got smoked out by Brady, right? That was the last two. It was Super Bowl and then exit by Burrow. Yeah, exit by Burrow in a really tough game, though. Yeah. I think a lot of people are ready to um, crown Herbert and give Herbert the West, but I don't. Uh, the Chargers are going to do what the Chargers deal. I don't see the Chargers getting there. I, I think. I think he's breaking up there. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think. I don't think the Chargers are are it just yet. I mean, they did do a lot in the off season, so they 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 could easily win the AFC West though. Um, it's going to be put up or shut up for Mahomes this year. That's for sure. Yeah. Yep. I don't. I don't think the hobby gives him much more leeway after this season. Like he needs to make, you know, he needs to put up MVP style year and he needs to get deep in the playoffs. In my opinion, my back. Prices to keep. Yeah, you're back. Yeah, you're, now you you're are. Good. You're breaking up pretty bad there for a second. Yeah, you do. You must have really pissed off somebody because when you started talking shit about Mahomes, your whole thing went out. <laughs> yeah, I don't. The Raiders aren't going to do. I mean, they got Devontae Adams, but they, they have so many other holes and they let other people go. I don't think the Raiders are going to be it either. I, I mean, the West, you don't think the Chiefs are going to win the West, you said, Heath? Uh, is he gone? Can y'all hear me back? Mine like froze heavy. <laughs> Can you hear us? Is the question. Nope. Steve cannot hear us. So I can hear y'all now, but like my uh, iPad like it's... froze up because it's trying to take on this. Like my technology is not messing with me tonight. So you're still lagging, but I think now you're starting to get come back to life. <clears throat> Let me see. But yeah, I mean. I, I get what you know he's saying is that he's just kind of over and sick of yeah. the Chiefs always being the perennial, okay, they're going to the Super Bowl. They're going to win the Super Bowl. And then they just – they're not delivering. <clears throat> hey, can we uh, – Oh, he just dropped out. Quick. That's all right. He'll get back on. And maybe I'll let him in the room. Maybe I won't. But the, uh, <laughs> the Heat are beating the shit out of the Sixers right now. Oh, there he is. He's Good. I fucking can't stand Joel Embiid, so I'm happy they're getting fucking smoked right now. Yeah, it's uh, 82 to 68 with nine minutes to go. Yeah, dude, Joel, six for 22 from the field. That will get her done, buddy. Am I back? Uh, you know, yeah. yeah, you're good. Can you hear All it? right, my bad. I, my iPad went haywire, but I don't know if y'all talked about it, but I was saying, like, the, uh, the <laughs> AFC West is just kind of getting – I don't know if I'm more or less, like – thinking with a tired mind on it, but it's just like everyone just like automatically puts the Chiefs in the Super Bowl every year. And like I said, it's the media and the card hobby and stuff because they want him to be that. But it's like, like you guys said earlier, it's so hard to win in the NFL and make it to the Super Bowl. It's not this like, we're back. Just like people like, oh, the Bengals will be back. The Bengals will be back. Like, we don't know that. Like, so many great quarterbacks have went to the Super Bowl and not returned. I think it's uh... – I think it's just easy looking at their division to say that the Chiefs are back. You know what I mean? If you're going to put money on somebody, that's what I put money on. But like I said, I, I put 500 bucks on the Bucks to win it all, and that was before Brady said he was coming back, so I'm feeling pretty good about that personally. 
What are the odds? What were the odds when you got in at? Let me see. Let me see if I can pull it up. But uh, <clears throat> not to change subjects, but yeah, Joel Embiid. I don't. When I I made that post the other day on or was it yesterday on IG? Like I don't. He's debating on playing because of the fans loving or hating him, and he's capable of playing. Like that's the problem. It's like, dude, do you want to actually win? Or do you just care about what other people think? It's just ridiculous. The the irony in all of that is that uh, they gave Ben Simmons so much shit for that, and here Embiid is doing the same exact thing. So there was Bucks plus twenty two hundred. Oh my God! What are they now? I don't know. I'd have to look it up, but it was twenty two hundred when I put the five hundred bucks down. Yeah, the Chargers like. To go back to the Chiefs division, like, they just intrigue me so much. Like, I know it's, like, the easy pick or, like, the hype pick, but it's, like, you look at their roster from top to bottom, it's, like, they're really legit loaded. Like, you have Justin Herbert, who's a stud. I mean, dude's slinging the ball just like Mahomes is. Um, their wide receiver core is nasty. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, like, that rookie Josh Palmer, like, you did good. Like, they got good guys there. Um their offensive line, that's all they've been working on is, like, bolstering that up. I mean, you add Khalil Mack to Joey Bosa, add J.C. Jackson. Like, they're legit. Like, I, I cannot wait to see Chargers versus Chiefs. Like, that is going to be very good football to watch as a fan. The, the problem with all the quarterbacks and the quarterback hype is you have to win, right? Whether it's their, their hype even in the hobby will carry the cards the resale value so much, but like as we all saw, Joey Bo or Joey Bosa, Joe Bur- Joey B, Joe Burrow's prices were already high, and then as soon as they started winning, those prices just went bananas. So that that's the problem, right? Is that all these guys, Herbert and stuff? They're I, I would say they're all plateaued at this point. They're all very high. If you got in early, you should still be good, but unless they start winning, it doesn't really matter. I mean, that's why like. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence, even though I'm a Jags fan and he's in a shit situation, if they can win a couple games, even though his stuff is high, only it can only go to the moon at this point. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. Yeah. Heath, did the uh, the Chiefs did they address their defense at all? They lost Tyron Matthew, which was a pretty big loss. I mean, he's the leader of their defense, in my opinion. Um, I see. I didn't really keep up with like the. I never really heard any, like, huge splashes, though, with the Chiefs. Like, everyone else around them in the division was making splashes. Denver got Russell Wilson. Uh, L.A. got, like I said, Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson. Raiders got Devontae Adams. Like, so I felt like everyone was adding pieces. And then, like, Kansas City, like, they added Juju, which is like, mm. what, what have we seen from Juju that's good when he's not, you know, mm. when teams aren't double-teaming Antonio Brown? What have we seen from Juju that's like, oh, he's a like a legit threat. Like, he hasn't been. And it could be because, like you said, Ben Roethlisberger couldn't roll the pocket three yards to throw a pass. Like, that could be a part of it. So he could be better than what he was, like, dealt. So who knows? It's a toss-up. That division is, like, the craziest division we've seen in quite some time, like, talent-wise. Mahomes will do well with him. I mean, because Mahomes is just spectacular. He makes players better around him, just like we talked about earlier. But I still think their weak points are defense. It wasn't great last year. If they didn't address it in this offseason, and they lost their best defensive player, I mean, shit, dude, they're going to be Slice City all all season. 
Especially yeah, in that I mean, division. You got Russell, Derek Carr, and Justin Herbert. I and mean, that's – any defense, though, that's brutal. They signed some guys, but nobody that's really standing out to me just looking at it right here. I mean, this will this will be a big um, coaching test for Reed this year, for sure, 100%. Yeah. 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 And, uh, I mean, I think they'll – I'm not saying they're going to, like, be awful. I'm just talking about comparing them to divisional opponents. Like, I think we could – I don't know if it's possible, but how many how many playoff teams make it? Is it seven each now? Seven AFC, seven NFC? I know they expanded it, right, last season? I'm just like, man, like, if I'm saying if there are three extra wild card spots, I could legit see the AFC West being all three. Like, I'm saying if the Chargers win it, I could see Raiders, Chiefs, uh, Broncos being in it. And then again, Broncos, that's such a – you don't know what kind of Russell Wilson you're getting. Like, I think he's done. Dude, I can't wait to see the Jaguars win the AFC South. I'm just calling it now. Mark it down. <laughs> Jaguars winning the AFC South. Trevor Lawrence is going to be an absolute madman. And uh, everyone's going to be able to talk so much more shit about Urban Meyer. It's going to be fantastic. I think the thing about like the whole Trevor Lawrence right. thing, I think everyone's like, – because – it's almost like the Mahomes effect. Like, I hate keep going back to him, but, like, they just saw him have so much early success that he's, for some reason, the gauge. Like, Trevor Lawrence had one year. Oh, he's trash. He's trash. He's going to be a bum. He's a bust. Like, he's a rookie playing on the Jaguars. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, he's playing – like, who's he throwing to? Who's blocking for him? His coach was a bozo. Like, Trevor Lawrence does not suck. And, like, I could be eating my words a couple years from now, but, like, if you watch college football at all, like this kid looks fantastic. Like he stands in the pocket. He's pretty mobile. Like he's a lot more mobile than people think. He has a good head on his shoulders. Like he seems smart. Like I just think people need to stop thinking, oh, if you don't win a Super Bowl in two years, you suck. Like what Mahomes did is not normal at all. So like I legit think Trevor Lawrence is a lot. I mean, Peyton Manning went what three and thirteen his rookie year. Like did terrible. Like Peyton Manning was garbage his rookie season, and I think he picks. turned out pretty well. Yeah, a ton of picks too. I, I just I think, think uh, everyone's so you, quick to kinda, knock a rookie. You're, Heath, but you're you're kind of answering your own uh, tired mind about the Chiefs, right? Because what Mahomes did isn't normal, so that's why it's like the easy pick now. People don't want to bet against him and his rocket arm and his quarterback IQ, but. The thing, the problem with the Jags, I'm a Jags fan. Uh, we haven't had a decent O-line in years. Um, so, like, Blake Bortles, he's a friend of mine. When he was there, the line was horrendous, and, and people were always like, oh, we need another quarterback. We need another quarterback. And I would always tell people, like, if you watch the Jags, if we don't have a mobile quarterback, somebody that, not Deshaun Watson, just someone that can move their feet, they're going to die back there, right? So, like, when Blake left and we signed uh, – was it, who was it? it wasn't it was uh folds right we signed folds first game of the season broken collarbone shattered Minshew had got the opportunity Minshew could move his feet a little so he did well you know what I mean um yeah they made some improvements this year so we'll see how it goes it's kind of disheartening that they they took the step forward but then our center Brandon Linder decided to retire which sucks because he's actually a really good center so we'll see we'll see what happens I I'm with Brandon. I think the AFC South is wide open, and they, they could come in there and win it easily. Um, but we'll see what happens. Um, you know, 
it's it's any given Sunday, just like the movie. So you just never know what's going to happen week to week. So cheesy, dude. Hey, but it fit right. That in was there. so cheesy, man. My gosh, good one, Goose. Um, I, I think that uh, I'm excited think, for that new movie. By the way, I know so am I. I think the Dolphins could be sneaky. I mean, I'm not a big Tua fan, um, but I do think that uh, what's the name will help hide some insecurities of his with his arm. He looks he looks good throwing it around. Yeah, they I just think he's more of a manager. I don't I don't I just he is of course. When I see two, I'm just like, he's not going to win you a football game. Like you know, if you if you put the ball in Mahomes' hands, you put the ball in Josh Allen's hands, you put the ball in uh, Justin <laughs> like Herbert's hands. Like, Mahomes. Well, I'm just I mean I'm not knocking him. Like Mahomes is no, like, I know, I know. he's an amazing talent. I'm just talking about how the media just. They put the Chiefs as a whole. I, I have nothing against Mahomes. I mean, he legit is a freak of nature talent, like must-see TV. But it's like you see these preseason rankings. Like, who's your favorite to go to the Super Bowl? Oh, the Chiefs. Like, why, though? Like, what have they done the past two seasons? Like, you got blown out by a 45-year-old, and then you lose to a second-year player on a team that hasn't won a playoff game in 30 years. Like, so you're, 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 hold, yeah, hold on. You're you're saying that 45 year old, like he's some type of 45 year old dad at the YMCA. Okay, you know what I'm saying though. You're still, I mean, <laughs> you're talking about this young gun and all the baby goat talk, and I just think that's the most ridiculous thing. Like when people say Mahomes and baby goat, the dude has one ring. Like I said, phenomenal talent, but like, <sighs> bro, he has levels to go before you even mention the G word in his name. Like Tom Brady has Whoa. seven. Like, Tom Brady legit went to Tampa to retire. He was like, yo, I'm just going to go to the beach and chill and play some football and won a Super Bowl. Like, that's how goaded he is. Like, he went down to catch some rays and be with the family and caught a ring. Like, he's next level. I don't think we'll ever see that again. Yeah, I but think. I think uh, I think it's it's hard, though, because you can't even put Brady in the conversation with other quarterbacks anymore because that's like uh... – what was eye-opening for me last year? Someone was like, how many rings did Brett Favre win? And I was like, he definitely won more than one. No, nah, just one, one in 96. One, just one, yeah. And then same with Aaron Rodgers. Like, I think I think Aaron Rodgers throws the best football in football. Like, he throws yeah, a beautiful ball. Yeah, I agree. Until the same playoffs, thing, though. He's got, he's got, yeah, he's got one ring, too, though. You know what I mean? So, I think, like I, like I said from the beginning, it's hard to win. Yeah, I'm just going to go out and just go ahead and say this now to everyone because now it does sound like I'm just bashing Mahomes. I like Patrick Mahomes. I think he's a great guy, (laughs) fantastic quarterback. I do think he has the potential to win maybe one, maybe two more rings, but I just – it's the whole like – it's more or less the hobby people that were bugging me. It's not actually him. It's like seeing the people in the hobby like, oh, he's going to get there. Like he's going to win five, six rings like – how can no you shot. just like say that? Like that's something like well, it's like it's normal. They say it because they're invested heavy. Well, listen, there I think there's three reasons why he won't. One, he's not gonna be this mobile his entire career. It's just yes. not gonna happen. Two, um, he has a brother. That's terrible. <laughs> that is just absolutely <laughs> terrible. His brother is the worst person on the face of this earth. And I think it I think it played part last year with all the drama he had going on especially yeah. at him um, and his wife yeah especially at washington dc or what are they called now they're not the redskins anymore the commanders the commanders at the commanders stadium when you're stomping on uh Sean on Taylor. Taylor. yeah i mean that was terrible dude that was terrible 
Uh, and, and his, and his third, wife was spraying the fans with the champagne. Champagne. And the third of all is his contract just way too big. You, you're not going to be able oh, to yeah. sign everyone you want to sign. That's what I was uh, – The con- like what you said about the contract thing. I was talking to friends and, like, uh, you know – the roster he had when they won that Super Bowl was incredible. You look back at it, Tyreek Hill, uh, Sam. I think Sammy Watkins was on that team still when they won. Yep. Uh, Daryl Williams or Damian Williams, who should have won Super Bowl MVP that year in San Francisco. But um, I mean, Travis Kelsey is on pace to be one of the best tight ends to ever play. Like that goes under the rug. And then you have Andy Reid, who is a legit offensive mastermind. So it was just the perfect storm. And like you said, now that he has a $500 million contract. Once those contracts for Kelsey come up, those offensive linemen come up, they can't afford all those guys. That I dream team too. can't stick. Yeah, they can't stick together. Like, it just no, it can't happen. Well, and that's why when Aaron Rodgers says he didn't know Devontae Adams was going to leave, he's full of shit. You can't sign a contract that big. They couldn't have paid Devontae Adams. So it's like, Aaron Rodgers chose to get paid, not win more football games. Yeah, he, he doesn't want to win more games. His contract right. is all about me, 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 me. And he doesn't give a shit who he's throwing the ball to. Right. And that was, that was you know, it was almost like he, he was so mad at the Packers for all those years of not getting or signing the players he wanted that he was finally like, fuck it, pay me. Oh, yeah, he, he, buried, was, he, yeah. Buried, he buried them. He buried oh, them. Oh, yeah, 100%. So... I think it'll be it a season. All right, so who's winning the Super Bowl? I know you have it in your notepad. You wrote it down. I actually <laughs> didn't write the Super Bowl, but, man, if I had to just guess based off of, like, like I said, I'm talking strictly paper because that's all we can really go off right now. I mean, that's all anyone can go off right now. We don't know about injuries. I mean, NFC, I'm going to – oh, man. It's either the Rams or the Bucks, just because you have to put Brady in there. I feel like it's just – it's like a must. Rams, Brady, or AFC side. I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say like Bills or Chargers. I don't know. Like you got like all these teams are so loaded. Like anyone can win the. When I say anyone, I'm talking about anyone that's a legit team. The Falcons ain't winning shit. I'm talking like a legit team. Like there's just so much. Like so many teams that are loaded. So Bills, Chargers, Rams, Bucks, like one of those teams. I don't know. No, just, sounds... g- give, me, give me your matchup. Who's making out of each division to play? All right. All right, I'm going to give one contingency. If Deshaun Watson faces no charges, my wild pick of the my wild pick of it all is Browns versus the Bucks. And then my realistic, like, suspension, I'm going to go with the Bills versus – damn. Bills, Rams. Bro. Yeah, I'm going Bills Rams. I don't know. Like, you're talking about how different the playoffs could have been by a coin flip with them versus the Ram- Kansas City. Rams are too arrogant to repeat, in my opinion. Yeah, Sean McVay did get a little cocky. Like, with that whole, like, draft interview where, like, the Patriots took that guy from Chattanooga and he was like, oh, we had him at 105. It's like, all right. Like, yeah, I do. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, see- it kind of seems like a little cocky now, which, I mean, he won the Super Bowl, so. It is. Man, the, the the gods really did not like your your pick for the Rams. I guess. I mean, yeah, he froze. He froze. Cl- cl- clearly, you should have picked the Bucks because <laughs> someone just tampered with your uh, your Wi-Fi. Who you got, Brandon? Uh, I've got Bucks against. 
Bucks against Chargers. Bucks Chargers. I think the Chargers are gonna get over the hump, huh? I, I'm gonna stick with the the Bucks and the Browns. I think it'll be a good comeback story for Deshaun. Um, he can lose one more time to Tom Brady, and that'll be it. Tom will ride off into the sunset and start doing his thing at Fox. Is he I, replacing anybody at Fox? I, I just feel like the Chargers did what LA did last year by going out and spending the money yeah. to to load it up. So I do think the Chargers will be really good this year. We'll see. I think uh, if Khalil Mack, you know, he's a shell of himself, which I haven't followed him the last two years in Chicago with both lined up with Bosa, um, he could be the apex predator again and mm-hmm. wreck absolute havoc. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm trying to think. What else? Oh, how's the new Porsche? It's fun. It's way too much fun. Is that... Is that one? What engines in that one? Uh, it's a flat. It's a six-cylinder, three-point-eight, uh, flat six, naturally aspirated. It is a ton of fun. It's a ton of fun. Sounds mean. Oh no! It's it's the the upshifts and downshifts on it are just absolutely aggressive. And I'm I got a whole uh, upgraded exhaust headers. Uh, ex- everything is gonna be nasty. Titanium. It's gonna scream like an F1 car. Like an actual F1 car, not what they sound like now, because now they sound terrible. Uh, but is, is V10s it, uh, are awesome. What's the transmission? Is it the Triptronic transmission no. where you have the paddle shifters and it's, it's automatic? Or it's it's PDK. Okay. Yeah, it's a PDK um, transmission, which you can do the paddle shifters. Dude, Heath is on. He's on two screens. Look at this. Dude, he's all over the place. All <laughs> right. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna sell my Deshaun Watsons and buy a new router. That's what I'm gonna have to do because this is ridiculous. You, you should you should certainly hold your Sean Watsons and then sell them when he makes it to the Super Bowl, like you said, and then buy yourself whatever the fuck you want. I think. Uh, well, one thing I wanted to know, I want to go down this list quickly and just get y'all's spur of the moment, just uh, predictions for these certain awards. So, first off, I want to know who y'all have for the MVP this year. NFL, NFL. Justin Herbert. All right. Um, I think Herbert's a good pick, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Derek. Herbert I'm gonna go Derek. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Derek Carr actually. Okay, <laughs> Vegas safe. That's bold. Um, offensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year. Hmm. Is that usually the same guy? No. Who like who was offensive player of the year last year? Did he freeze again? Yeah, he did. <laughs> He's not allowed to ask any more questions. I don't, I don't think I'm gonna let him back in. <laughs> did he really freeze again? The thing that's tough is like on our end, like oh, he's back, but then I don't know if he's looking at us or he's frozen. Heath, can you hear us? I can hear you guys. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. All so, right, I, but last thing, last thing I asked Cooper was, Cooper Cup won it last year. Yeah, like okay. last year, like Aaron Rodgers won MVP and Cooper Cup won Offensive Player of the Year. Okay. Um, is NFL? You, I'm going to go uh, double Raiders. Devontae Adams, Offensive Player of the Year. 
Man, I don't know who I would pick. Um, Ninety. 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 On was Jamar Chase. I just picked another receiver that I think is just going to get a bunch thrown to him. I know they have a loaded receiver room, but so did the Rams. I think him and Joe Burrow just have that click. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Penny Those injury. Like AFC and NFC or just one offensive no, player? No, it's just all, all – uh, I'm going uh, Khalil Max, the defensive player of the year. Dude, get the fuck out of here. Khalil Max. You want to put a wager on it? Why am I getting feedback? I don't know. It's weird. You haven't had feedback the entire night. Heath. Heath. It's Heath. Yep, yep, it was Heath. Was it? We're gonna put it, yeah, we're going to put it later. My mic just cut off. Like, oh, my, head cut off. my technical difficulties are bad. I'm not a scrub, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> um, defensive player of the year, I would go with... Hmm. Should I probably go with one of the Bosa's? Either one. I'm going Khalil Mack because I think people are going to sleep on him and scheme for Bosa. You can't scheme He's for both, baby. shit, bro. Fuck can't out of here. can't for both. That guy lost five steps, dude. Khalil Mack did? All right. What's the other questions, man? You said what? What are the other ones? Uh, offensive Rookie of the Year. <laughs> See that? Yeah, I don't even know. One of the whoever the top wide receiver pick was. I said <laughs> I said Garrett Wilson just because I feel like Zach Wilson has no one else to throw to. So Very the true. guy out of Ohio State. I just I think volume will will get him that award. Like I, Drake I London. I don't think Drake London in Atlanta is going to be much. The, the kid from Detroit's going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year because the Jags are stupid. Yeah, I, I think either him or Thibodeau for the Giants. Just because they're big bodies, like I think those two are probably the most NFL-ready prospects out of them all. Like they're just monsters. Could be wrong though. So I like. I think Aiden Hutchinson should have been the number one pick and the one defensive rookie of the year. How terrible is product going to be next year for NFL? Because there's squat for quarterbacks. Squat. I think. I think. Go ahead. I think it'll be bad. Like. When you're talking about like buying, like in like if yep. you're investing in certain, like I think this class is horrible. But on the flip side of that, I think the benefit of it though is that people aren't really thinking about it like super heavy. So I think even if you're buying quarterbacks, like I think quarterbacks from 2018, 19, 20, 21, they'll even take a bigger jump because they'll see like there's no one else to buy. Like who are you gonna go buy? You're gonna go buy a Kenny Pickett contenders auto? Like are you gonna go buy a Desmond Ritter auto? Like no, like you might, and I might be eating my words, like you know, no, a couple you months from now, or I, but it's like I will, I will tell you this: there will be a quarterback from this class that will be a sleeper that no one saw that will be decent. It happens like that, man. You know how it goes. Hopefully, it's Desmond Ritter because the Falcons need a prayer, baby. So <laughs> we just gotta hope. You gotta. I mean, this oh, quarterback he the class kid that though, said was, that he's not. He that's the kid that said he's not leaving until he wins the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, of course he did. Like, <laughs> of course he had to say on the Falcons. I was like, yeah, thanks for that. That's going to be freezing cold takes for the rest of his career. <laughs> what about uh, switching to the NBA? 
since we are in the middle of the playoffs, you guys got a, a East or West finalist and who's winning it? The Heat just beat the Sixers too, by the way, and got rid of them. So, what was your question though? Sorry, like cut who's gonna, out a little who's bit. Who's gonna Who's gonna be in the finals? Man, if the Warriors stop messing around, it's hard not to pick them. But like the Suns, I don't know. It's either the Warriors or the Suns. I know that's easy because it's literally half the teams left. But and then in the East, I think, uh, man, it's just hard to go against Milwaukee just because. I mean, they let Giannis murder people and get away with it. Like, Giannis will legit go in with a machete and stab someone on the way to the rim, and they're like, oh, it's a foul on defense. So it's like he's unguardable because – and I'm not hating. Like, I like Giannis. I think he's a freak of nature, but it's like it's just so draining to see him just run through and just elbow someone in the face, and then it's a foul on the guy who just got elbowed in the face. It's like, dude, how, what are they supposed to do? He's seven feet tall. Like he's just running like a bull in a china shop, and they just blow the whistle. So, who knows? Um, I'm gonna call it right now. I think it's gonna be Warriors Bucks, and the Warriors are gonna win another chip. Hey, if they start shooting like they can. I mean, it's hard to beat. We've seen them win how many rings? Three. They will. I think the Suns win it. I would like to I see, see that. three get a ring. Actually, I would like to. I just think that the NBA wants the Warriors to win. I think the Suns are a better story. I mean, if you're looking at it from like a story perspective, I mean, yeah, they actually built their way up. Peyton going out for the for the broken elbow really hurts them on defense. Mm-hmm. The uh, sidebar that that damn Lakers show on HBO Heath. I don't know if you watched it. I know Brandon did. I don't care if all of it's made up. That was a good ass show. Dude, that's 100% what happened. It was a great show. <laughs> <laughs> great show. Magic Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Heath, have you heard about that? I've seen it. It's called like the Showtime Lakers or whatever. It's like, it's, it's not the actual game. people, but it's like the cast they're playing the Lakers in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the when Magic Johnson was a rookie. So it basically yeah. starts off his rookie year and um, Dr. Buff taking over the team. So. I've seen it, like, on HBO Max. I just haven't clicked it yet. I've been watching a bunch of just random stuff on there when I have free well, time. Hold on, hold on. All right, well, then let's pause real quick because you're a sports fan. What the hell are you watching on HBO that you're not watching that? <laughs> I mean, I've been watching just this, like, side, like, there's this show called, like, We Own the City. Like, have you ever seen The Wire on HBO? Yeah. It's, like, almost like a multiverse of The Wire. There's, like, like it's, like, the same people but like older are on the show. It's like a Baltimore. It's about Baltimore cops, you know, being oh, dirty it's and good. stuff like that. I started watching that too. I like that show. Yeah, it's, it's got super the Punisher in it. Yeah, and it's like uh, like Marlo from The Wire. Like he plays a cop now. I was like what? Like so, it's very good. Like I mean, if you've seen The Wire, you're like whoa, because there's so many characters that are like whoa, he was in The Wire. Like oh, this dude's in The Wire, and like now they're all different characters. Like I said, like you're talking like I know we're getting off top, but it's a good show. So that show, and then like uh. I don't know. I if you don't say my if you don't say my uh, Tokyo Vice, then you should just click off of this screen right now. Tokyo <laughs> Vice is good. Tokyo Vice is by far one of the best shows I've seen in a very very long time. Really? Let me yes. Check that out. I'm trying to see. Uh... You have to give that a watch. It's about yeah. an American American that moves over to Japan to become an investigative journalist in Japan and going up against the yakuza and all that stuff. It's a really good show. Did you watch Secession? The what? Secession. What was that? On HBO Max. So you haven't looked that one up. That one's good too. 
Is it? I may have seen. It. I don't know. I watched so many shows. Succession, Succession, Succession. I watched so many Apple TV shows too. I, I have my life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, have you have you PR bench or like have you maxed out bench at all? Since Me you got back into your routine. Yeah. No, I hit. Uh, I did two twenty five the other day for thirty. And then I did a set afterward for 25 and then a set after for 20. Um, so I'm probably not going to do one rep max again. I'll, I want to hit 37 times for 225 is the goal. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's really good. 30 times. Um, <clears throat> so Heath, I'm, I'm in the military and like the other day I was walking by and like, there's like these 20 year old kids like trying to max bench and uh, they had 305 on. And I was doing shoulders, and I was like, let me let me get in there real quick. So I was like, hey, do you guys mind if I just do one real quick? And they're like, you're just going to do that without warming up? And I was like, yeah, it should be fine. Easy. Threw it back up and just walked away. They're like, what? You're just going to you're just gonna walk away now? I'm like, yeah, I just wanted to see if I could still do three 45s on each side, but I'm good. <laughs> Dude, the lightning are down right now, the Maple Leafs. What a fucking terrible What's that round. series at? It's three two Toronto Maple Leafs, so they lose right now. They're done. So, Ugh. all right, dude, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get up at work for four thirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. No worries. I was gonna say we've been on for like over an hour and a half, but it was it was good having you guys on. I appreciate it. Um, Heath, come on anytime, um, especially if you get a new router or better internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. This time I'm gonna actually have to download Chrome on my laptop because this iPad is not it. It did, oh, it did it did pretty well though for considering an hour and thirty minutes. For sure. There's a couple of stuff. I'm not gonna edit it. I always say I'm gonna edit, but I'm not editing anything. So thanks guys. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Thanks. Have, have a good night. Yeah. No problem. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Break of Wax podcast. Please, if you enjoyed it, share it. Um, send the link out, put it on your story. I welcome all feedback and comments. Send me a message. Let me know what you're thinking about, what you want to talk about. And if you want to be a guest on the show, I answer all my DMs. I think it's weird when people don't. That's another story for another day. Again, thank you for listening. I appreciate the support and all the love. Peace.